humans, 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 humans. Welcome to the Sydney Hollow Show. The earliest you can hear this episode is Friday, November 17th, 2023. If you're a regular listener, we missed a week. And by we missed a week, I guess I missed a week. You know, I guess, I, I don't guess. I don't guess. I fear. I fear that you tuned in. And I wasn't there. Forgive me, humans. Forgive me, humans, for I have let you down once again. I assure you, we're on the brink of something big. We're all, we're going to take the show worldwide, but that doesn't mean I'm leaving you behind. If you're listening now, you're in on the ground floor, but it means I owe you a little something. It means sometimes you tune in and I've missed you. And what, I have no excuse The only excuse I can offer is like a man, and by man I mean a human, a human, a human who's just decided it's time, it's over, you know, (laughs) in this case me, a human who works an office job, 40 hours a week, plus, 40 hours a week, plus, you know, this show is me, this show is me, humans, last week, for better or for worse, I let this job, the corporate mindset, the nine to five, the office life, I decided to let it wash over me. Let it consume me. You know, I can only imagine when one drowns in the tide. You know, first first the waves hit your feet, then your hips, then the area on your back below your nipples, then your head, and then it gets deeper. At some point, you're like, you know, I'm just barely hanging on. But what if, what if I just let this wash over me? How will it end? Humans, I'm here to tell you, I let it wash over me last week. Here's how it ends. I'm back. It didn't kill me. Sometimes we, you know, sometimes we learn by touching the hot stove. Sometimes everyone says, don't touch that hot stove. <laughs> don't not, don't touch that pan handle. Of course, I'm talking cast iron. Don't touch that pan handle. But how can we resist? Well, humans, I let America, corporate America, wash over me last week. But I managed to breathe through it. I managed to not drown. And here we are. We're back. I'm only human, born to make mistakes. So, humans, we have some stuff to cover today. First off, we're in post-Halloween. I mentioned it last episode. We are living in post-Halloween. 
which is a strange time. It's the war on Thanksgiving. It should be Thanksgiving season. We should be saying, well, Thanksgiving's a mere week away. The corporations won't have you believe that. Your friends and neighbors won't have you believe that. Of course, we, we, do, we do not trust advertisements on this show. But the advertisements, again, part of the corporations, but a, but a killer unto them, themselves, unto their own. The advertisements. The war, humans, we said it. The war on Thanksgiving is alive. We are not living in Thanksgiving time. We're living in post-Halloween. That's if you're an optimist. If you're an optimist, this is post-Halloween. If you're a pessimist, it's Christmas. I love Christmas. But if you're a pessimist, it's Christmas right now. Because it's a war on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving no longer exists to the corporations. And let's face it. We're governed by them. <laughs> I dislike Apple. I'm recording this on time to an Apple computer. I encourage you guys to go into your smartphones to record voice memos for me. My smartphone has to be Apple. A corporation. <laughs> I dislike Amazon. We can get into that. Corporations rule the world. Corporations want us to forget about Thanksgiving. Saturday Night Lame that comes on uh, Saturdays at 11.30 p.m. on NBC. Saturday Night Lame would have you believe, like, like they can't even, not they would have you believe, they wouldn't have you believe anything because they don't have any opinions. But <laughs> I don't even think they can do Thanksgiving sketches anymore. Because the populace, the the corporations that govern their humor, their bland, populist humor, don't think there's a Thanksgiving anymore. We just skip right from Halloween, which barely even has its day in the sun. We skip right from Halloween to Christmas. If Saturday Night Lame is brave enough, and yes, you have to be brave these days to do comedy about Thanksgiving... If they're brave enough to do something not populous, no, no one's going to care. Because Thanksgiving's done and gone, man. Their last Thanksgiving sketch was like the the Adele one, where they're like fighting over the dinner table or something. IMO, in my opinion. Humans, that's not why we're here today. We're not here to talk about the war on Thanksgiving. Although we are living in post-Halloween. <clears throat> we are going to readdress the Halloween audio costume contest. Now to catch you up, if you're new to the show, we're always gaining new listeners. If you're new, welcome to the Sydney Hollow Show. This is my manifesto. And before you get whiplash, you know, just like we don't want corporations to ruin Thanksgiving for us, I don't want Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, to have ruined the word manifesto. This is my manifesto. A manifesto doesn't have to be bad. 
Welcome to Sydney Hall Show. This is my manifesto. If you're new to the show, we every year have a Halloween audio costume contest. Our listeners send in their audio Halloween costumes. And they don't need to be the costumes they're going to wear in real life. Some people choose to do that. <laughs> it's supposed to be an audio Halloween costume. We have, a, we have a mixer. If you listen to this show, you're invited next year. We have a mixer. We have a mixer where the members of the show, the place where we gather, the place where we are right now while you're listening to me, while we're breaking bread together, is called The Hideaway. We have a mixer in The Hideaway. We have a Halloween audio costume contest mixer. And so people are encouraged to call in and say what they would be, what they would be for Halloween and describe it in this audio medium. And we really... And by we, I mean you, the listeners. And of course, I'm talking to you new guys or gals or people right now or cats or parrots. We really, we really challenged, not even challenged, but absorbed the form this year. Uh, you can only think of it as the way that art... That art, you know, evolved from the Renaissance onward. Oh, well, we have our first year of the audio costume contest. Then we have our second year. We've evolved. We're really leaning into the audio medium. Anyway, if you're new to the show, we had a mixer. People called in with their audio costume contests. And once you know, out of the blue, we had two people call in. Not only is Rob Lowe, <laughs> not only is Rob Lowe, which would have been incredible. And if we would have gotten someone playing a saxophone from the movie St. Elmo's Fire, and we would have gotten Tommy Boy's, you know, stepbrother from Tommy Boy. I mean, that would have been incredible enough. But we got two Rob Lowe's, two Rob Lowe's. So we're going to get to that, humans, because the people... The people who called in as Rob Lowe, you know, per my begging, right here on this microphone, per my begging, saying, hey, please, please, let me know how he came up with this. I mean, how often does lightning strike? Why why were two of you the exact same version of Rob Lowe? Was it in the news or not? Because I certainly couldn't find the news. Well, I, I asked them humans right here on these very airwaves on this very stream to let us know like how they came up with it. Cause I just, I'm still loving the fact that we had synapses fire from across the country in some kind of a similar way. So we're going to discuss that humans. We're going to discuss that, but can we all, you know, can we, may we, can we also talk a little bit, well, one, I've got to pat myself on the back. PepsiCo. Of course, I'm recording this on the evening of Thursday, November 16th. But PepsiCo is in the news today. And it's a, it's a topic that I brought up about a year ago. So I will be patting myself on the back here pretty soon. But in addition to that, I want to talk about the new Ken Burns. The new Ken Burns documentary documentary the American Buffalo 
And before we even get to that, this topic is on my mind because humans, be careful out there. <laughs> the companies don't care about anyone. The companies care about the dollar. I mean, is that not why they're burying Thanksgiving? But humans, we really need to be careful. And we need to go ahead and talk about this. ESPN bet. ESPN space B-E-T. Capital B, lowercase e, lowercase t. ESPN all uppercase ESPN. ESPN bet is now live. No one's talking about this because ESPN's a monopoly. Maybe some people are talking about it. I don't know anyone talking about it. And humans, I choose to get my sports news from a source that isn't ESPN just for this reason. Not just for this reason. But this reason doesn't hurt. Reason being, they're the biggest game in town. And now there's such a thing as ESPN bet. So we're going to briefly touch on that. So that's how we set it up. And while we're at it, you know I love feedback, humans. You know we feed we feed off of feedback. Humans, I want to hear from you. And you know how to get in touch with me. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Now you can type an email and email it to that email address. Or you can record a voice memo on your smartphone. And then you can hit the share button. And then you can share that voice memo with listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. But I'm bringing it up because I'd like to hear from you. The Friday after Thanksgiving. And when you're in school, that's an automatic day off. It's not even a thought. Now, I guess I think that that's an automatic holiday no matter what. But then again, humans, I worked in the service industry for like ever. And then there's no such thing as an automatic holiday. You know, you work your five days a week and, you know, you either get your holiday later or you get paid time and a half and you work it and that's that. But like there's just that's not how it works. I've worked a little bit in the nine to five Monday through Friday world. And I'm back in it. But I'm curious. Because I've been out of it for so long. And I know that sometimes we gain holidays. You know. The tide shifts. And we gain a holiday here and there. And then I know sometimes the tide shifts and we lose a holiday here and there. And those things are probably very unrelated. You know. You gain a holiday like Juneteenth, and that's important. That's important. That's a great holiday. It's a wonderful addition, and it's, you know, a part of the American fabric, and it's a wonderful thing. But then I feel like sometimes you lose a holiday. You know, Veterans Day is a federal holiday. But then many private businesses, private businesses, don't give it to their employees. Now, a long, long time ago, was Veterans Day just another holiday? 
I don't know. I'm not that old. I kind of never had it at my schools. But I guess I'm trying to say in the same vein. Was the day after, was the Friday after Thanksgiving? Was it always a holiday, you know, in the days of Mad Men or some bullshit like that? Was it always a holiday? And then somehow, like, the companies started tightening their belt and were like, well, you can have this as a day off, but it's kind of a vacation day because, like, whatever. Or is it, like, only certain companies? So, humans, the reason I'm asking for feedback is because I'm kind of curious. If you care to divulge, and of course, around here, we kind of just say our first names and where we're from. But if you're willing to divulge, like, I'm just kind of curious, like, what is the state of the Friday after Thanksgiving? Is it going the way of the dodo? Is it kind of assumed so everyone takes it? Is it built into your life? You know, I'm a son of a school teacher. My mom was a school teacher, so she had it off. And of course, when we were in school, we had it off. And then my dad, I think, kind of made his own hours. So he had it off. So that's what I have to go on. And I'm just kind of curious. Is it like you, most people just have it? Or is it you need to take it and it was a thing? Or, you know, I I don't know. Let me know. Because I'm kind of curious. Well, definitely curious. The Friday after Thanksgiving. All right, humans, before we get into two Rob Lowe's, before we get into ESPN bet, let's talk about Pepsi. It came out today. It was in the news media here in New York City that PepsiCo is in trouble from the New York Attorney General. And now, this is according to the New York Times, but I did hear this earlier today on CBS Radio. The New York Attorney General sues Pepsi over plastic packaging. And by and large, humans, that's a headline in the New York Times. By and large, humans, they're like, oh, we found this X amount of Pepsi plastic in the Buffalo River. And like, okay, well, we're going to start going after these companies. I mean, again, kind of paraphrasing here. I guess that's what's going on. But I said this a year ago, dude. I said this in... Good, good. Let's go after the companies. Let's go after the corporations. I said this a year ago. We need to have a camera on fish that can read QR codes. And then they can re... They can read all the QR codes of the fucking trash. The McDonald's cups at the bottom of the ocean. Now, I didn't realize it would be the bottom of the Buffalo River. But I've already said this. I've said it. Thank you for catching up to me, world. Again, if you're new to the show, that's a little trophy. Okay, when we've said, like, who loves you, pretty baby? Sid does. Sid does. But yeah, humans, I mean, (laughs) they found, like, a million pieces of plastic in this river. And then they were like, well, X amount of it belongs to PepsiCo. And, like, we're going to, like, bring it up. But I've been thinking that. I mean, McDonald's. You order a lot, which I rarely go. But who doesn't have a soft spot for McDonald's? 
You buy a large drink and they give you an indestructible cup that now has a QR code on it. And it is just like, then I see those indestructible cups in a gutter in New York City, like like on the side of the road, you know, in between the step up on the sidewalk and the road. And there's a QR code and it's just like offensive. It's like, why are you making this permanent thing for someone to have one soda? What is wrong with wax paper cups? Can someone tell me that? Listen to your line at com. So anyway, first, I was to this story first. All right, let's get into Rob Lowe's and we'll talk some ESPN bet. Humans, you do know I enjoy my fair share of gambling. And you know I like to dabble in sports gambling. But when I say dabble, I mean dabble. So we're going to talk... ESPN bet, and really, it's a cautionary tale. Not even a tale. It's it's a more of a warning. It's more of a like, hey, we need to wake the f up, because like one of the most huge corporations in our lives, Disney, drill down ESPN, drill down ESPN bet. They are now controlling the whole sports world. And gambling. But I digress. We'll get to that later. Two Rob Lowe's. Two Rob Lowe's. <laughs> I mean, he was, I dressed as Eldon for Murphy Brown. We had Angela Pappas from Point Break. We had Peter Fonda's character. From the motorcycle movie, Easy Rider. We had Brendan, our winner, going as a men's blouse. Of course, if you're new to the show, we love men's blouses in cinema. We love puffy. Strike that. I don't want to say puffy. We like flowy, flowy, billowing shirts on men in cinema. And we call them in. We had Brendan, our winner of the Halloween audio Halloween costume contest, dressed as a men's blouse. So we had submissions from all over the board. <laughs> and then we had two Rob Lowe's. But not just two Rob Lowe's. Two Rob Lowe's from the 2000, January of 2020, pre-pandemic. NFC Championship. Chiefs versus the Packers. January of 2020, Rob Lowe attended the game, wore a black hat that had the NFL shield on the front. And that was the costume picked by Caitlin in Jersey City and Michael in Savannah. Incredible. <laughs> so humans, I just want to break this down. I just want to hear why they were both that because I, I originally was like man it must have resurfaced or like why is this still going around and then like I did a lot of those quote unquote, unquote news searches and I couldn't find anything and so then I, I plead to them I said tell the rest of us humans how'd you come up with this so we're going to hear that so I think it only is fair for us to hear bro- both of their uh, Halloween costume 
contest submissions, and then we will hear how they came up with it. So we'll hear it in the order we heard it before. We heard it, Michael and Savannah first, Caitlin second. So we're just going to do it that way again because that's the way our brains heard it the first time. And I don't know, how would Galileo do this, humans, if he had a podcast? Take it away. This is Michael and Savannah. My audio costume contest submission is Rob Lowe, that fateful NFC championship night, and the NFL hat. Here's how the situation went down from my character's position. We had just done some filming in Indy with NFL players on my new show, Parks and Rec. The NFL was looking to capitalize on more viewership, informing that they want to show some celebrities in the audience as they cut to commercial. Parks and Rec was losing Nielsen ratings to the new NCIS Hawaii show, and my agent told me this was a good opportunity to get a PR event in before any new auditions. The NFL only had one requirement. I had to wear their hat. When the hat came, it fit well, and the black color would easily sync with some winter outfits I had. It had a personal inscription note in the box from Commissioner Goodell that said, Rob, we appreciate your commitment to the cause. Little did I know at the time, the invisible hand that was the NFL. I should have seen the signs. I was just a hat-wearing puppet in their game. When I auditioned for the next NCIS Texas, the casting director mentioned the hat, but I did not get the part. Now I feel like the NFL has put me on a practice squad for life regarding my future career opportunities. I still have the hat, and I bring it out to remind myself that just because the hat fits does not mean you should wear it. Chilling. Chilling. I mean, a cautionary tale, you know? And the way he says it at the end, just because the hat fits doesn't mean you should wear it. It reminds me of the last... Well, not the last, but towards the end of the Polar Express, when Sinterklaas has left a note for the child, he's like, P.S., fix that hole in your pocket. Just because the hat fits doesn't mean you should wear it. A cautionary tale, a great costume. Of course, we've already addressed this being a great costume, but a cautionary tale. He's Rob Lowe. Michael's costume, he built us a world where Rob Lowe did this. And the, 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 we all know it exists. The strong, long arm of the NFL was pulling the puppet strings. So that was his audio costume submission. We'll hear Caitlin's and then we'll hear their rationale. But it's nice to get a refresher, is it not, humans? So here is Caitlin in Jersey City's uh, costume submission from uh, from our Halloween mixer. Hi, Sid. It's Caitlin from Jersey City. This year, I'm going to go as Rob Lowe from his NFL hat meme. So I'll be, for those not familiar, I'll be wearing a hat that just says NFL, no particular team. It's a black ball cap, just says NFL. And then a black shirt like Rob Lowe was wearing in the photo. But my innovation is going to be this. I'm also going to build some sort of structure that um, a whiteboard is going to hover above my head with pins and markers. So that when we're at the party, when we're at the Sydney Hollow Show mixer, like if you kind of want to call someone out for, for sitting on the fence too much, you can write their name above my costume and that'll be funny and you know if you just feel like someone is just is not being honest with how they feel they're being too diplomatic we put their name up there 
that just adds a little flavor, a little spice, and a little danger. And it honors the NFL and Rob Lowe, two things we love. Thanks, Sid, and happy Halloween. And again, happy Halloween to you, Caitlin. Thank you. We, we know we now find ourselves in post-Halloween. Just like George Clooney floating around in gravity. <clears throat> but another fantastic costume. She's also Rob Lowe from the 2020, January 2020, NFC Championship. She describes the costume to a T. She really paints the picture. And she's like, we're adding a whiteboard to the top, you know? And kind of is lampooning people that are indecisive. Like, we could write the names of people who are indecisive up on this whiteboard that's hovering above my head in the mixer all night. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, humans, here we are. Two different Rob Lowe's. I mean, how many costumes do we have submitted? Ten? Twenty percent of our costumes were Rob Lowe from the January 2020 NFC Championship game again. Not on the sidelines. Not not meant to be featured. That was just him in the stands. <laughs> and became a thing. And then showed up in the show years later. Now, one day when he's a guest on the show, of course, we're going to talk to him about this. And it's never my goal to embarrass anyone, humans. It's never my goal to embarrass anyone. So when we do have Rob Lowe on the show one day, I don't want us to... We don't want to make fun of him for this. But we're almost like... Because we, we are. We're honoring him. These two people could have been anything. <laughs> this is an audio Halloween costume. They could have been anything. They chose to be you, Mr. Lowe. And, you know, one day we'll have him on. But let's go ahead, because I was just so curious. I'm like, Michael's in Savannah. Caitlin's in Jersey City. And they're both right off of I-95. But very, very far apart. Is it, you know, the latitude? You know? Oh, excuse me, the longitude? You know, are they the same longitude? Is that the tie that binds? And I never know the damn difference, honestly, humans. <clears throat> one's longer, one's shorter, and I don't know. I assume changes in attitudes, changes in latitudes, meaning if you move latitude, it's... Moving towards the equator. So then I suppose Caitlin and Michael are closer to the same longitude. But let's go ahead and hear their, both of their rationales for why they were Rob Lowe. Because like I said, I could not find it in the mainstream news anywhere. So what made it creep into these folks' minds? What about this? What about us? What about us here at the Sydney Hollow Show? How did these two manage to be on the same wavelength? Well, let's find out. How I came up with the idea, Sid wants to know how I came up with the idea of the Rob Lowe hat. From what I can remember, it was mainly because I had just won my league fantasy football for the second time since 2011. I was riding the humble high, and because I won and passed the earnings to my wife, I felt like I, could, I had built enough credit to continue to watch more football. The league was over, but any chance I got to see or interface with my league members 
just to remind them that my vision of the rest of the season and its results had a little more weight than there was a pure joy. Them having to listen to their champion was really the just reward of a long season of neglecting my family, not focusing on my career, and having my legs fall asleep on the toilet at work making trades. Looking through pictures of what the time frame was in early 2020 when this event occurred with Mr. Lowe, I see we were having our outdoor space built that would be my headquarters of the fantasy dynasty I was planned on building. I must have been watching the NFC Championship game. They must have been cutting to the commercial, and there was Rob Lowe with his generic NFL hat. It's just one of those times where either one of two situations is occurring. This guy is out of touch as to the environment he was going to be thrust. Or two, he owes someone a favor and can't spin it, so he has some credibility left. I've learned that I don't want to put myself in those situations, and Rob Lowe wearing that hat reminds me to either ask questions up front or when making deals, don't lose it all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Michael, incredible. I mean, humans, there's a peek into a psyche. There is a peek into a psyche. He breaks it down. He breaks it down, and we're almost hearing it decision by decision. It's like, well... I was riding high. You know, I was like winning. I won my fantasy football league. And because I passed my winnings on to my family, I was like, I need to go tote. I I have the right. (laughs) I have the want. I want to go watch football with the, the guys I competed against in this fantasy league. All year long. I want to go watch the the playoffs with them. And so I must have seen that Rob Lowe incident while I was riding that high and burned into my mind. And of course, he's, he, he explained how he felt in his joke, in his submission of like, Hey, yeah, the guy either owed someone a favor or we're just caught in a, hot, a rock in a hard place. Either way, a situation I don't want to be in. And it popped into his head. I mean, talk about a poignant costume, humans. You know? Monet, when he painted a sunset. I'm sure he was painting what he saw. But was he also not painting what he felt? Was Michael not also saying, like, this is a guy caught in confusion. This is a person who doesn't want to be here, who owes either owes someone something or got caught up in something and it's too late to undo it. He gave us an emotion in that costume. He saw the humanity in Rob Lowe. And chose to wear that to our mixer. Bravo, Michael. Bravo. All right, let's check in on why Caitlin dressed as Rob Lowe from the 2020 NFC Championship. Okay, hi. It's Caitlin from Jersey City. Hello, Sydney, and hello, humans. I am honored to tie for third place in the annual Hideaway Audio Costume Contest alongside 
Michael from Savannah. Wow. Great minds think alike. Um, I really cannot say why this costume idea came to me. Maybe it is because the NFL is in the news so much. I don't know. I even looked on Twitter or as you might call it Sid X and to see if this was trending for some reason and it wasn't. I just thought it would be fun to wear the NFL ball cap around. I think at this point, Sid, you are obligated to host a all Rob Lowe and NFL hat costume party because I think Michael and I have shown that every Rob Lowe contains multitudes and no two Rob Lowe's are the same, but we're all great. And uh, congrats to all the participants, all the humans, and all the Rob Lowe's. No two Rob, no two Rob Lowe's are the same. Thank you, Caitlin. Just more truthfulness, more authenticity. She's like, I don't know how this popped into my head. It, it could be because the, it could be because the NFL's in the news so much. She also said, I think it'd be fun to wear the NFL ball cap, the NFL ball cap around all night. Well, there you have it, humans. You know, like, <laughs> the NFL, just like PepsiCo, you can find it in a river near you. Just like Amazon, just like Apple, just like every freaking advertisement destroying Thanksgiving, shoving Christmas down our face in the post-Halloween days. It's just, it's just, it's unavoidable. She's like, I don't even know how this popped into my head. But I think it'd be fun to wear an NFL ball cap around around all all night. And of course, that's fun if you enjoy lampooning things like that. If you're like, yeah, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It'd be fun to wear it around. (laughs) Like, do you see the reaction Rob Lowe got? I'd like to wear that hat to a mixer. Fantastic. Fantastic. And she said, great minds think alike. They really do. They really do. Two Roblos. No, two Roblos are the same. It seems, I think we're going to have to. I don't know when it's going to be. Probably in the near future. We're going to have to just have a Roblo mixer. We're going to have to have some kind of a Roblo audio mixer or something. I mean, ho- hosted by. Michael and Caitlin, whatever that means to audio host something as the the um, callers into a podcast. I, I don't want them to have to do any work, but I mean they they have they have come up, they have built this world, and you know we are just but players upon it. Just fantastic, uh, you know, humans. The title for today's show: a little tongue in cheek, but hey. Two lows is a pretty good high. So humans, ESPN Bet. ESPN Bet is now live. I don't know who it's powered by. I don't know who the casino is behind it. I just know that, again, humans, you know I like to dabble a little in sports gambling. But if I'm going to be very honest, humans, I lose more often than I win. And I think that's most people, but no one wants to talk about that. But it's certainly your boy. Which is why I also really try to keep myself to like a $2 bet here, a $3 bet here, 
a $5 bet here? You know? <laughs> like, last year, humans, from Labor Day to Thanksgiving, I just played with the same 40 bucks, betting $2 here, $2 there, $2 here, $2 there. Now, not to say that I haven't lost some more money than that. And not to say that I'm always responsible, but let's just let's just keep it real. Most people lose gambling. One of my cousins told me there's not many rich gamblers. You know, they, like you're a gambler for a gambler's sake. <clears throat> but boy, oh boy, do we have a? I mean, our government. Our government. Do we trust them? No. Are we especially proud of them right now? No. Uh, do we worry about what's to come? I mean, just in many ways. I'm proud to be an American. I'm happy to be an American. Okay? But it doesn't mean I don't have times where I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? And... Our government, hello, wake up. Do you smell a monopoly? Like, the New York Times did a huge article, huge article, like two years ago, about these, about how sports gambling is now legal, like, everywhere. And so these apps are flourishing, and it's all online, and how many people are getting addicted, and how much money is being lost, and how poorly it's regulated because it's so new. ESPN, they have like every bowl game except for like six of them, maybe four. They, uh, you know, we all know it. It's a conglomerate. ESPN is a sports conglomerate within a bigger conglomerate, the Walt Disney Company. Do we say Walt Disney or do we say Disney? And now the company that brings you your sports... The company that not only brings you your sports, but brings you your sports news. Oh, you didn't catch the game last night on our network? We'll catch our coverage of the game. Oh, you didn't catch the games on the other networks? We'll catch our coverage of the games. We are your go-to thing. We are your sports news. Oh, you don't... You like something to wake up to, but you want to bury your head from the rest of society? Well, watch sports news instead of regular news. We got you. We have all the games. But now we have a betting site? Oh, my God. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Humans, to quote Saturday Night Lame when it used to be Saturday Night Live, bad idea genes. ESPN Batman. It's already the bland face of sports. They already own so much of sports. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Praise the Lord. NBC, Fox, CBS, ABC. Well, not ABC. Not ABC. Exist. And, like, are somewhat players in some of the big games. But let's face it, man. 
These guys have a monopoly, and now they're going to have a batting thing? Come on. This doesn't... Well, it certainly doesn't end well for the better. Nothing ends well for the better. The house is who ends well. But this is... There are so many conflicts of interest. And also, it just really makes me want to like watch my sports somewhere else. Come on, man. But this is going to deteriorate. It's, it's it, it, They're not like the lottery. You know, the lottery, when they pull the little ping pong balls out, and there's like, well, this is overseen by blah, 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 you know, big shot law firm. Blah, 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 big shot law firm. You know. Are they really, like, checking up on ESPN's practices from being, like, the people that make sports media to the people that make sports betting? And then how are they persuading us? And, you know, all of it. Before ESPN bet. ESPN bet. Before sports gambling was, was even as legal as it is, when it was just legal in, like, New Jersey and Nevada. And your boy would bicycle over the George Washington Bridge and place a couple bets right there on the Palisades. And then, you know, with my GPS in the state of New Jersey, of course, and my, my physical body in the state of New Jersey, of course, and bike across. It was interesting to watch ESPN's take on the line because it's like, well, whatever. They're just talking about the line. But now they're involved in it? Even if it's just like they're lending out their name? I mean, it's just they're involved. I don't know how it all works. And I'm saying I'm just speculating that are they just lending out their name? Uh, I assume another company is by and large running it, but sure, sure enough, they're invested. Because even on their site, for years on their site, when you look at like a breakdown of a game, it'll say odds by Caesar Sportsbook. It no longer says that odds by ESPN bets now. Just saying, humans, be careful. Don't trust any of it. I will still probably watch College Game Day this Saturday, but more discriminate, more discriminatingly, and certainly more like, well, I can't trust these guys for that much longer. <clears throat> anyway, humans, Thanksgiving's next week. We still say Thanksgiving here. We still talk about Thanksgiving here. We have not moved on to Christmas and the other holidays. Have a great weekend. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know about your company's policy. I'm just curious for fun or how it's been for you in the past or whatever. I just want to know, is this a holiday that's going away as a dodo? Because like they know Americans won't let go of it. So they're just going to squeeze a day of PTO out of us. Or is this just like it is a holiday at some companies and it's not others. I don't know. Let me know. Listen to line at cityhallshow.com. Humans, have a great weekend. Peace and love. Peace and love.